Hi friends, welcome to the Start Thriving Podcast, where trauma survivors come to thrive. Each week we will explore topics surrounding self-discovery, emotional processing, and reclaiming your power from past trauma. I am your trauma-healing, deep-feeling, dose-sipping, nervous system-regulating host, Kelsey Bartell. I am so happy to guide you home to yourself. Friends, welcome back to another episode of the Start Thriving Podcast. I am so lit up about this episode. It's very uh, (laughs) unscripted. I just had this pull to start recording, so I turned on the mic and here we are. Um, I just finished a session with my coach around feeling like I constantly had to censor myself. I was being, um, I was forcing myself into this box to conform, to not stand out, to not be outcasted. And this happens, this dynamic happens in dysfunctional family systems, which unfortunately many, many of us grew up in. And when we don't have anybody sharing that it is a dysfunctional family, we have no idea what that looks like. Um, so we we need more advocates for growing up in dysfunctional families because it creates all kinds of layers of trauma and not being our authentic selves, and it causes a lot of dis-ease and illness in the body, tensions, pains, all kinds of weird stuff because our nervous system still carries all of those memories all of those um, experiences, our nervous system is a living library of everything that we have ever experienced. And it stays on high alert, especially when we've, we've come from traumatic experiences, um, traumatic environments, childhoods, um, situations. It stays on high alert to continue to protect us to continue to sense if there is danger or threat or we are going to be hurt, we are going to be rejected, we are going to be outcasted, unloved. It stays on high alert to protect us from all of those things. Let me say this. The purpose of trauma healing is to reduce the impact, the veil of trauma over your life so that you can live more freely, more powerfully, more joyfully, You can be all of your authentic self, not who you had to become to survive, not who you had to hide um, your aspirations and dreams and goals, um, your laugh, your sense of style, not the person you had to hide to fit in. Um, You don't have to stay hyper-reactive and impulsive and on edge for somebody to invalidate you. You get to be exactly who you are without all of the limits, without all the rules and the fucking restrictions and guidelines. You get to be you. And I know that sometimes that's a hard concept to grasp because you've been living this way for so very long. I absolutely understand that. So I will do my best to encapsulate what that really looks and feels like. I'll circle back to that at the end of the episode. But what I really want to talk about now is this phenomenon of the black sheep of the family. 
the child that is the cycle breaker that decided to call out the dysfunction in the family. I see you and you have a hard motherfucking job. A difficult motherfucking job. And um, I know exactly what it's like to be in those shoes. I am 100% the cycle breaker, 100% the outcast, 100% the rejected child. Um, because let me just let me just give you this so your inner child can can rest a little bit. It was not your fault. And you always knew the truth. You saw things so clearly that it scared you. You saw things so clearly that your family rejected you because they couldn't bear to see themselves. It has never, never been about you. It has been that the members of your family rejected you because they thought that was easier than looking at themselves. But I promise it has nothing to do with your worth, value, lovability, capacity, or potential. And I know that I can conceptualize all those things and your body might tell you a different story. I know that and that's okay. But I just hope that your inner child heard that message and rested a little bit easier. Okay. So here's the phenomenon that I want to talk about. Being this cycle breaker, being this black sheep, being the outcasted child, you have moved through life like a mirror. You see things so fucking clear that it puts other people off. Other people are deeply put off by the way that you can see and pinpoint things so clearly. You want to live a very truthful, authentic, um, nothing like your childhood experience. And then you end up getting the same kind of rejection and not belonging and feeling like things would just be easier if you hid your truth. I wish I could see your face right now because I'm sure that your jaw is dropped. I know that this is exactly who you are because I have been them for a very, very long time. What I'm calling the mirror phenomenon is that you mirror all of the qualities that other people don't want to see about themselves. You mirror that back to them. And when they're not ready to look at themselves, to authentically, deeply, and introspectively look at themselves, they will project all of that, um, it, it really comes off as kind of evil, really comes off as very rude and sharp and um, unloving. They will project that back onto you because they are not ready to look at themselves. So let me give you an example. Um, currently, and if this is a new episode for you, we live in an RV and travel full time. And we were in Florida, but we have come back to Colorado, which is our home state. We've come back to Colorado for my sister's graduation. And it is very difficult for me to be here because my, my family very much still is in denial that they were dysfunctional and toxic and painful and chaotic. Um, so it's very much been a, a painful 
and difficult experience for me. And recently, I was trying to talk to my boyfriend about my mom, whom I have a lot of anger with, a lot of hurt, um, you know, really deeply disconnected feelings with. You know, I have a lot of hurt with her because I feel deeply disconnected from her and betrayed in a lot of ways. So I was telling my boyfriend about these feelings and how angry I was and how upset with her I was that she just couldn't be the mom that I needed. And initially he just dismissed me. He shut me down and he said, why can't you just let it go? Why can't you just make peace with it already? Why does it have to be angry? And why can't you, this is, this is the key indication of what I'm getting at here. He was projecting onto me. When somebody makes it about you, when you come to them with your feelings and they say, why can't you just do this? Why can't you just be this? Why can't you feel this? They're projecting the discomfort they feel about your emotions or about the situation you're in. They're projecting that back at you because they don't yet know how to deal with that. And that was exactly the case. I felt invalidated. I felt rejected. I felt alone. And let me tell you, that is exactly how my childhood felt growing up. I felt all of those things and I left the situation. I, I went to my best friend who I knew could hold the space for me to just feel what I felt. And she would undoubtedly say, I understand no matter what. And then once I felt heard and seen and validated and understood, um, my boyfriend and I came back together and revisited that conversation a couple days later. And he said to me, you're right. You are right that I didn't want to see the ways that I am angry at my parents. And my denial of your experience was the denial of my own anger. It was the denial of my own emotions. And we had an in-depth conversation about how it looks easier to outcast the person who won't fall in line. Being the cycle breaker, being the black sheep, being the, um, the lost child. It looks easier to outcast that person, that child, that, that person in the family unit, but what that does is it normalizes the abuse. You are telling that person who is coming to you with very raw, confused, vulnerable feelings that they should just fall in line and normalize the abuse that they have experienced. And so many people will give that advice because they are not yet ready to see the ways in which they have been abused. They have been in toxic situations. The ways that they are angry at their parents or family systems. So if you are the black sheep listening to this, fuck that. We're not normalizing abuse. What you saw is exactly the truth. And I hope that you hold to that knowledge for as long as you live. What you saw was 100% the truth. The way that it felt was not right, 
It was not love, and it definitely came from a manipulative place, for sure. And if you're listening to this and you are not the black sheep, you are not the cycle breaker, you are not the outcasted child, maybe you played a different role, maybe you were the golden child, maybe you were the mascot, always easing the tension and and trying to get everything to be lighthearted, whatever role you played in your family system outside of the black sheep, I just want for you to step back and look objectively, more objectively at your situation and ask if what your siblings or other family members experienced was normal. I want you to just just crack the door on the possibility that what you experienced was abuse. And I know that a big surge of emotions can come from that. Betrayal, loneliness, grief, anger, sadness, revenge, a lot of of evil and big, overwhelming emotions can come from that. I definitely understand. But what you can't do is deny someone else's experience. And you can't tell them to fall in line with something that they know was abuse with something that they know was wrong. We have to be able to hold space for other people having different experiences than we did. Even in the same family system, my sister got a different mom than I did. She's the golden child. She can't do any wrong. She's always accepted. She's always praised and validated. She is the golden child. And she got a totally different perspective of the family than I did. And I don't blame her for for telling me to just fall in line. That was easier for her. She couldn't see yet that she was also in an abusive situation. It just looked different. So I just want for you to understand what whatever family role you're playing, don't discount somebody's experience. We have all had many, many different experiences. And for us to try and deny or dismiss or ignore or suppress or reject someone else's, it's just ignorant. And it's more than likely a cue that there is something within yourself that you are not ready to admit or look at or come to terms with. Okay. Yeah. I know that's heavy for some of you, and I know that's liberating for others. For those of you that were the black sheep, the outcast, the rejected child, it's not your fault. It's not your fault that you continue to see these patterns of people of importance rejecting your beliefs. You continue to receive those experiences because you are meant to heal. You are meant to heal. And I know that it may not feel like it right now where you're at. Um, I had a client that she is the, the black sheep of her family. And she is a nurse. And in the work environment that she was in, she again became the black sheep. 
everything was thrown onto her. She was responsible for way more than she should have been. Um, when something went wrong, it was projected onto her. When she brought up there being people not taking ownership or that they needed to step up, she was dismissed. She was denied. She was not heard. And she, the reason I say this is because I want for you to realize that you have power. But she attracted this same dynamic because she needed to heal it. Because she needed to get resolution. And look, when we walk around with all these unhealed wounds, we will continue attracting the people or feelings or defeat or rejection that we need to complete the cycle. We will continue attracting these same dynamics so that we can heal. And a lot of us think, um, a lot of us are then put into a victim mentality. Like, oh, it just, it's not meant for me, or God hates me, or I'm never going to be free of this. I'm, I'm just meant to be rejected. I'm meant to be outcasted. Nobody's ever going to understand me. You continue to get these same messages and dynamics from the world around you because you are carrying those wounds within you. Those wounds are like magnets attracting the same experiences over and over and over because you are meant to heal. You are meant to have peace. You are meant to feel powerful. You are meant to change and you are meant to grow. Those wounds are very intelligent, actually. And they're trying to do you a favor by attracting similar experiences. So that you can finally get the resolution that you needed. But oftentimes we look at our lives and we go, this is exactly what I experienced growing up. Or maybe I'm just doomed to be this way forever. Or maybe I'm just broken. Or maybe I'm the bad thing. Or maybe I am wrong. That's not the case. Your wounds are intelligently guiding you toward opportunities to heal. If I could, I would drop my mic right now because that was a bad motherfucking statement. (laughs) You are intelligently being guided at all times. A thousand percent. And when you're in it, it doesn't look like it. I know it doesn't look like it. But if at all possible, take an objective step back and try to get curious. If you're struggling with money, if you're struggling with work, if you're struggling in a relationship, if you're struggling with connecting with yourself, look at the ways that this might relate to your childhood or something that you have previously experienced. Let me give you an example. I experienced so much rejection growing up. So much abandonment and lack of support. And now that shows up in my eating habits. I continually skip meals. I reject caring for my body. I reject giving myself the support and nourishment that I need just as I learned growing up. The way that our parents treat us become templates for how we treat ourselves. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. The way that your parents treated you, raised you, supported you, or maybe didn't support you, or didn't show you love, or didn't recognize you, or shamed you, becomes the way that you respond to yourself. And that's why this work is so goddamn important. You don't want to do that. You don't want to become your oppressor. You don't want to become your own abuser. Because, let me explain this. When you were in a childhood environment, or maybe this was a previous relationship that was dysfunctional, that was unhealthy, that wasn't, that was toxic, there was an oppressor, right? Your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your mom, your dad, your stepdad, your stepmom, your sibling, there was an oppressor. There was somebody doing harm to you, and you were the victim, okay? But now, now that you have left that situation, or even if you're still in that situation, you have internalized all of what they showed you, all of how they treated you, you have internalized that abuse. And now you have become your own abuser. And I know that you don't want that anymore. I know that you don't want to beat yourself up and shame yourself and think you are awful and hate yourself and maybe not want your life. I know that you don't want that experience anymore. I know that you don't want to feel anxious. I know that you don't want to feel depressed. I know that you don't want to feel overwhelmed and overstimulated and incapable. I know that you don't want that for yourself. So let me offer you this. My coaching program puts you back in the driver's seat. You step out of the role of the victim and the oppressor to make way for your authentic self. To make way for the special, lovable, capable, joyful, powerful, confident, loving version of you. Once we can navigate the part of you that is still a victim to where you have been and the part of you that has become your own oppressor, when we can diffuse and metabolize and neutralize those parts, you are free. You are liberated. You are breaking out of your own prison to become exactly who this world needs you to be. You will be the you that you so deeply desire. The confident, creative, capable, outgoing, loving, kind, generous, financially well-off, understanding, compassionate, version of yourself you will be them you will become them but when we can get that victim and that oppressor part out of the way and by out of the way I actually mean loving and accepting and releasing them when we can do that there's nothing that stands in the way of you becoming your authentic self nothing So if this is work that you would like to do, please click the link below. I would love to hold space for you because all of who you are deserves to be in this world. 
all of your beautiful truths, your gifts, your ideas, your opinions, your creativity, your way of being deserves to take up big goddamn space in this world. And I want to help you make way for that. This world needs you. This world needs your gifts. And the longer that you stay a prisoner to that internal or external oppressor, or that you stay a victim to your past, your authentic self stays hidden. They stay stifled. I want all of you to come forward and be present in this world with such ferocity and boldness. I want you to know with every fiber of your being that you belong here. That all of you belongs here and deserves to take up space. I want you to feel liberated from your past. And that is exactly what I have designed my course to do. So if this is you, if you're committed to becoming your most authentic, liberated, free, powerful self, please apply to work with me. I only have four spaces available for this month, and we will work together for 12 weeks. You will get a custom nervous system map, so we will dive into your nervous system. We will look at the way it has encoded and carried and held your trauma, And I will create a specific for you plan that has exercises to help you shift the patterns you have adopted, to shift you from surviving to thriving. A custom plan for you. And wait, 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 wait a second. It gets even better. Once we do that, then we can make way for the emotional processing because there is not another way You gotta go through it, okay? So once we have a regulated nervous system that can handle those big emotions, then we dive into the emotional processing, which is where we are able to reconnect with our past, um, reconnect with unresolved emotions. We're able to sit with them and feel them and accept them. And then we can release them. We can be free of the emotional baggage. We can set all of those burdens down because we have understood them and loved them and released them. That is my program. You also get access to me between all of our calls. So that way, if we have a session and maybe a couple hours later, something comes up, you've got a big emotion that you don't know what to do with, you can shoot me a message and say, hey, Chelsea, this came up. How the fuck do I handle this? And in real time, I can send you a message and say, hey, I have this exercise for you. I recommend this. All right, let's talk this through. Do we need to schedule another session now? You will have real time support from me because application happens between the calls. So I want you to know that you have someone supporting you through every step. And, and, you leave every call with custom homework. Every call you are walking away with actionable steps to apply this into your life. 
Boom. What else could I say? Again, I would drop the mic if I could. But that's my program. I'm only holding space for four beautiful souls, deeply committed and deeply ready to do this work. If that's you, click on the link, send me your application, and I will reach out to you and we will have a free call to outline your goals, your struggles, and then we will do a visualization to visualize that higher self, to visualize that authentic self that you want to step into, okay? And if you feel like this program is for you, it's going to take you where you want to go, which I'm very confident that it will. If you feel like it's for you, then I will invite you to join my program. And if not, you leave with a lot more clarity than before. Thank you for being present for all of this um, download that I'm receiving. And I really hope this was helpful. Let me know your thoughts. Leave me a review. That really helps my podcast reach all of you beautiful trauma survivors that are trying to heal and change and grow. And I will see you on the next episode.